0: Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. On today's podcast, we are going to examine one of the icons of recent Muskegon past, which most of our listeners will have memories of. Today, we look at the history of the paper mill. The first paper mill that came to Muskegon came here partially out of a lucky look at a map. The story, as told in the Chronicle, is that president of the central paper company, E. Muir, was not happy with the water supply in Grand Rapids, which was dirty and it affected the paper's quality and it was also hard to get during the dry summers when the rivers would run really low. So, he and his assistant took out a map of Michigan and started looking around for a place with lots of fresh water. On the map, they finally centered on Muskegon, which was surrounded by water and had a port. The pair set out to explore Muskegon that week and found the area very suitable. When in Muskegon, they met with the Chamber of Commerce to discuss if they would be able to acquire hemlock wood, which the plant needed to produce its paper. This the chamber acknowledged would be easy with the timber infrastructure in Muskegon. After two more visits, Muir decided to build his new plant in Muskegon with some assistance from the Chamber of Commerce. The Central Paper Company, which would be the name of the paper plant, was required to hire 85 men and 15 women. If they did, they would get a $10,000 bonus from the chamber. Construction began on August 8, 1899, and the paper plant went up quickly, finishing by May 1, 1900. The capital stock was set at $350,000, and the plant was expected to have a capacity to produce 25 tons of paper a day, but ended up exceeding that with 35 tons of paper produced daily. To make this paper, they followed a process, a process which would continue there for many years with just different technologies. To make paper, hemlock wood was first chipped up, then it was passed through a revolving screen to remove sawdust. An elevator then brought the chips up to a digester bin where the chips were cooked under steam and pressure that was combined with sulfuric acid for a period of 8 hours. This would disintegrate the wood into a pulp. From here the pulp was spread across screens to take out the impurities, knots, and any large remaining pieces. The next step then was to take it to a beater house to turn the pulp into sheets that could be sold as sulfine paper. The pulp intended for refined paper was put further along the process. It was brought to a series of screens that pressed on the pulp and then shook it to extract as much water as possible. After this, the pulp was still made up of about 50% of water, and that needed to be removed. To do this, large dryers that were powered by steam originally were used to evaporate out the remaining water. Finally, a surface or covering was added to the paper, and it was rolled and cut into sheets. The Central Paper Company in Muskegon specialized in craft paper, which was used for things like wrapping packages. By 1902, business was going well, and Central Paper wanted to increase its production and water quality by paying for the city to upgrade the Lake Michigan pumping station to meet their needs as the water around the plant was becoming fouled and left a gray residue not desired in the paper. Instead of the upgrade, though, the plant was connected to the city water mains and paid for the water use, which could top out at 4 million gallons daily. In 1903, over issues with the water supply, the plant built their own water filtration plant on site. This system used gravel and sand to filter the water and make its quality pure enough for paper use. Water quality and the amount of water needed to operate the plant would continue to be an issue in the following years. In 1904, and then again in 1913, the company expanded, building another paper machine in each of these years. By 1907, with the second paper machine, the mill had doubled its capacity and had 500 employed. As the business expanded, Central Paper had to come up with means to attract more workers and keep them. To do this, they began working on a housing project nearby, offering houses for employees at a good cost and on good loan terms. The hope was that they would develop a long-term relationship with their workers and keep them happy and hardworking. The plan seems to have worked as in 1922 another expansion occurred. This expansion was hoped to double production from 60 tons of paper daily to 120 tons daily. A power plant was also made to stabilize the power supply to the plant. It was expected that some 600 to 700 workers would be employed. At the time, the majority of paper produced was craft paper. This changed, though, when the Central Paper Company was bought out in 1953 by S.D. Warren. At the time, the plant was outdated and needed work to modernize it and its processes. S.D. Warren purchased the mill to transform it into book paper production to expand their offerings in the Midwest. As part of this, a bleachery was put on the grounds to help whiten the paper, as well as a water treatment plant to purify Muskegon Lake water. S.D. Warren revitalized the plant, bringing it into a new era. However, S.D. Warren would only last until 1967, when Scott Paper bought the factory. Scott helped expand its offering, and by 1975, the plant had its highest employment, with 1,200 workers working around the clock producing papers of different types. In 1994, Sappy Limited of South Africa bought the plant. Sappy managed to make it work a short time, but by the early 2000s, production was slacking, and in 2005, Sappy started cutting jobs and closing parts of the plant, scaling back the operation significantly. In 2009, due to economic conditions, the plant closed down for good. In 2011, the equipment was sold off and the site was sold to Melching for demolition. In 2013, the main factory building was imploded, and then on July 18, 2017, after removal of asbestos, the final smokestack of the paper mill was destroyed. While the paper plant brought lots of jobs and money to Muskegon, it also had its drawbacks. Most notably, the paper plant was always having issues controlling the odor produced by the paper making process. Most commonly described as boiled or rotten cabbage smell, If the winds were blowing strong, the smell would carry on into downtown Muskegon. Even in 2006, the plant was fined for the air quality coming out of it under the Clean Air Act. Over the years, the pollution done in Muskegon Lake and the water quality was also substantial. Since the removal of all buildings, the property has sat vacant, but it has been purchased by developers who hope to turn it into a residential and commercial center for the area. Thank you for listening, and join us again in two weeks when we release our next episode of Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center.